Hi, welcome to another episode of the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographer Alana Patterson. Alana is a photographer based in Vancouver, British Columbia, and has photographed for clients such as Dwell, Victory Journal, Nike, and Patagonia, to name a few. In this interview, I speak with Alana about how she got into photography and also how she balances her commercial work with her personal projects. I've been following Alana's work for years now, so I was excited to hear more about her story, and I hope you guys enjoy listening, and uh, thanks so much, and take care. Alana Patterson, thanks for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it um, for you taking the time mm-hmm. to do this. Um, no I gu- problem. I guess um, to start off, like, where did you grow up, and like, um, what are kind of like some of your earliest memories of photography? Mm, well, I grew up in... British Columbia and the Gulf Islands, and uh, then I went to high school in Victoria, and then I moved to Vancouver uh, for university, Um, and my earliest memories of photography are mostly just, like, my mom taking photos. Oh, that's cool. Mm. So your mom was into photography as well? Yeah, like, pretty, like, family stuff, like, smile for the camera type stuff, but (laughs) it was pretty good. My aunt was really good. My aunt had quite my... Oh, that's really cool. Um, it, did she kind of help you out starting out when you kind of started getting into taking pictures, or did you just kind of like? Um, yeah, yeah. My mom did. Yeah, she gave me a Pentax, and and uh, I think her instructions were keep the aperture on eight, <laughs> have fun <laughs> or something. I can't remember. There you go. F eight and be there. That's what they say. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. So your first camera was the Pentax. I think so, yeah. I honestly, I was so young. I was like maybe 13 or 14, so I actually don't remember which camera that was. She uh, might remember, but I don't. That's cool. Um, what were kind of like some of the first things you were photographing when you started out? The first role I ever shot was of my friend Andrew Marsh and Body skateboarding at the oldest Glamour Park. And I remember my mom being like, okay, what are you going to go shoot? I was like, oh, I'm going to go shoot Andrew skateboarding. She's like, well, stop motion is really hard. I just don't want you to be disappointed when it doesn't work out. And then I na- I totally nailed it. Like, I just flew. Every photo turned out, and I was pretty chuffed on myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Like, in, in your face, I got it. First try. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I fucked up, like, the next 10 rolls, probably. But that first one, I remember, came out really good. <laughs> That's cool. And then, like, were you kind of shooting black and white or, like, color from when you first started out? Um, um, I first, I was shooting color a lot, and then when I got, that was in middle school, and then when I got to high school, there was a black and white lab, mm-hmm. like, a pretty good one, and I started shooting a lot of black and white there, and then I kind of drifted back to color. That's cool, and, like, were you kind of shooting skateboarding a lot from the get-go, or were you kind of shooting other stuff as well? Um, yeah, I shoot, I shot a lot of, a lot of skateboarding but just like a lot of kids hanging out like just normal teenage stuff that's cool and then like i guess um so did you go to school for photography or do you just kind of like self-taught or um yeah i went to i went to school in victoria and then boston oh that's cool um so in victoria what kind of stuff were you photographing when you were in uh, college i guess oh sorry i went to school i went to i went to university in uh vancouver um when i was in, when I was in university, I was shooting, like, a lot of people. Um, I remember I did this big project on, like, high school kids mm-hmm. and shot them all in twos. 
<laughs> for oh, some reason. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's most, mostly people, I guess. That's cool. But, you know, professors, they kind of, it's their job to, like, push you into other genres and stuff. So you're always shooting, like, different things. Yeah, how was that program set up? Was it kind of like, because uh, I know, like, I went to, like, a photo school when I first, like, got out of high school, and it was, like, almost they were teaching you to be, like, a newspaper photographer. Um, how, mm, yeah. how How was your, like, kind of program structured? Well, different universities kind of do it differently, right? Like, yeah. the university I went to here in Vancouver is very uh, conceptually driven school. Uh, so there's like a lot of art, like, you know, Jeff Wall is one of our graduates. So there's a big push in that direction. But the um, university I went to in Boston was very documentary style. That was their big focus. And they have an agenda that they push and the way they want you to shoot. And you will be better received by your peers and your, peers and your professors if you shoot in that genre. But it's, you know, you just got to research the school you want to go to. Yeah in order to get the program that's right for you. Yeah, you know? definitely. Do you feel like going to school for photography was useful or um, how do you kind of feel about it? Like looking back on it, like uh, to where you are now? For me, it was great. I learned a lot. It was definitely awesome. Um, it's not for, not for everybody and by no means you have to go, but yeah, I was young. I got out of high school and I was just working crummy jobs and my mom was like, hey, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm, I guess I'll go to high school. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, what, do you, what do you think is like the most important things you, you learned from this kind of going to photography school, I guess? Mm, probably how, just how to think and speak critically about photography. Yeah. You know, just take your conversation and your, the way you look at photography to the next level mm. instead of sort of on a, a base level. Yeah. It just gets you to look at it deeper. Like, what are you actually doing? What are you actually putting out there? Mm. Instead of just like, oh, I like this picture, you know? For sure. And maybe, and there's a lot of people that can do that without going to university, but maybe I just wasn't one of those people. Yeah. I had to go and get an education and be taught how to think that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess, like, when you're, like, going through that program, like, did you, have, like, have an idea, like, in your mind, like, what kind of photography you wanted to be? Like, did you have a goal or anything, or how did that kind of work out for you? Uh, I, not really. I kind of, for, the, for many years, I kind of just, like, let it, my career sort of drift along and shape itself, and wherever I was getting work. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. I never really imagined getting paid for photography at all. So when it started happening, I just really was just pumped on that. Yeah, definitely. And then after, and then after a while, that sort of started to lose its luster, and I had to kind of stay, take a step back and think about like, okay, now where? And you know, how old was I when it was happening? Like twenty-seven. I had to take a step back and be like okay, what are you doing? Because what you're taking photos of is not exciting to you anymore. And it's actually sort of, you're losing interest. So I had to sort of readjust. But yeah, so for the first while, I just let it take its own course. But mm. I, had, nice. I had to take affirmative action at some point. Yeah. So what kind of stuff were you shooting at that point? Like how you said, you kind of were kind of losing interest. Mm. Like like a lot of fashion stuff, a lot of brand stuff. Mm. You know, and I and I still, I still do that, but that's no longer my personal work. That's just work now. Now yeah. I have 
my professional practice and my personal practice. Yeah. Um, so like when you were kind of in school, like were there like any photographers you were kind of like looked up to or like kind of people you admired, like any photographers at all? Um, yeah, probably so many. I'm always so bad at this question, but I get, I just get pumped on people for a certain amount of time and then move on. I, I mean, in, in university, when I was like 18, 19, I remember being really pumped on, um, Diane Arbus. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought, I thought she was dope. Yeah. And, um, and, oh, who was that other lady? Um, that took photos of all his friends in New York. Well, yeah, it's okay. What do you think it is about like Diane Arbus's work that you you were kind of attracted to? What do you think about it that you like so much? Um, back then, yeah. I was just pumped on how she pulled back. I think mm. how she pulled back from her subjects and was really shooting things that she wasn't involved in. She was shooting in a very sort of removed, almost creepy way that I liked. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Um, I guess like, uh, so Sally like, Mann, I love Sally Mann too. I thought she was really awesome. Yeah. She's amazing. But she did the opposite of Diane Arbus though. She just photographed her kids and her life. You yeah. Know? Yeah, definitely. There's like two opposite approaches, but I really love them both. Yeah. Sally Mann was kind of, she like kind of set up portraits and was kind of like more like portrait sittings and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, her work's amazing. Um, so I guess like once you finished like university like what was kind of your next move after that like did you ever like do like photo assisting or anything or what What kind of what did you kind of do once you finished photography school mm, well i moved i moved around a lot yeah. um and i worked on i just worked jobs like i just worked on farms yeah that's right and uh i lived in europe for a number of years and moved i went to new york for half a year in Portland but I don't know I just kind of bopped around and made it work you know that's cool and there's always still shooting photos all during that time and everything mm-hmm, yep. um did you ever feel like you needed like you know how like so many photographers like moved to New York like did you ever feel like you needed to do that to like be like a working photographer like what's I your... still feel like that <laughs> 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 but uh I don't know I mean but yeah there's definitely a lot of pressure everybody yeah probably feels like they could be more accessible if they lived in New York, but, um, mm. I don't know. I love it there, but I, I'm, I'm from the Gulf Islands of Canada. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. From looking at it's, all, it's, yeah. it's a long, it's a far stretch for me. I do really love it there, but after a while, I think I stayed there for four months and I was like, Ooh, wow. Okay. Like, yeah, good, good, good. Yeah. Just go back to Canada now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. New York's a lot different than like all. The, I, from looking at your work, it's like so much amazing, like wilderness and all the trees and stuff. Uh, definitely a lot different. Um, yeah, I mean, I I grew up in natural spaces, so it's hard for me to, you know, like I can do it for months on end, but at at a certain point, I'm like, hmm, okay, like that was good. Yeah, Let's um, go back now. Yeah, definitely. And then, like you mentioned, like you were working on farms and stuff definitely like from looking at your website there you have like a bunch of photos on farms like how did you kind of get into like doing that kind of thing well my uncle owned a farm and he gave me my first job on his farm oh really and yeah that's about it it's just something i took to and i liked and i was good at and yeah that's really cool and you were like always shooting photos at the farm while you were working there and stuff 
Yeah, sometimes. I, I've i sort of not done that much anymore. Yeah. They, they're two things that kind of exist differently for me, and I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what kind mm-hmm. of stuff were you guys farming? Um, uh, well, vegetables, a lot of vegetables, chicken, fruit. Oh, with chickens. Every farm I work at has damn chickens. That's, uh, that's, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What, what did you enjoy about it? Mm, I liked how different it was from photography, I think. Yeah, it's definitely. It's like good, good hard work. Just go do your job. Yeah. Simple. Definitely. Not cerebral. Not this like crazy cerebral approach. Mm. You know, no big high pressure days with clients and, you know, agencies and blah, blah, blah. It's just so opposite. Yeah, for I miss sure, it. For sure. I miss it a lot. <laughs> yeah, and get, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, getting to be outside and stuff and like, uh, yeah, being a, like a working photographer, it's like, it's just like, a, yeah, it can get kind of overwhelming at times. So I definitely see why it's kind of enjoyable just to do something, I guess, a little. Um, and it's a lot of computer time. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. One thing I was going to ask, like looking at your website, it looks like you shoot like a lot of film. Um, do you work like exclusively in film or? No, no, no. I shoot. I shoot for anything I'm doing on my own. I shoot film, but like client stuff, I'll shoot digital if they want me to. You know, I always try. I always suggest it. Yeah. Well, no, not even always. Sometimes this is like, yeah, this is something that just needs to be shot in digital. But yeah. you know, I, I'll push for film, and sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no, sometimes they'll be like, well, you could shoot both. Yeah. But most of them, almost always, want at least some digital work yeah definitely so you like you have a preference towards film or do you do you really for your mm, per- yeah. personal work um mm-hmm. what is yeah, it but there's t- there's times when shooting digital makes perfect sense like yeah definitely sure. what about film do you enjoy mm, this is better <laughs> it just looks better is there's depth to it there's there's a depth that can't be yet achieved Mm. It's sure. it's very hard to fool somebody who knows who has taste in photography. It's very hard to fool somebody that with a digital file to make them think it's shot film. There's very very few photos I've seen where I get duped. You know? Yeah, definitely. That's there's, what, there's a di- there's a difference. Yeah, for sure. Like definitely, especially if you look at prints, so you can tell like one hundred percent. That's why I was gonna ask you, like, what do you think about like all these new like like apps they have now, like the Visco stuff, where you can like cheat it to make it look like certain films. Like, what do you think about those kind of things? If you're gonna do it, do a good job. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's <laughs> you kinda, know, like yeah. we all we all use it. I use Visco for sure. Yeah, but I'm doing it for clients that are this. You know, I'd never use it for my personal work. Yeah, ever, but I do do it for clients and stuff. For sure. it is, I don't know. It's fine. It is what it is. I'm not gonna like yeah. give me a hard time, but <laughs> I really hate photos. Yeah, get shot digitally that like just try so hard to look like film. You're like, buddy, you're not fooling anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> for sure, I think about it sometimes. Um, I guess like so. Do you remember like your first like assignment for like a magazine or like a commercial thing? What was kind of like the first job you kind of got um, working as like a photographer? first job I remember the first photo I had ran in a magazine yeah sure what was that I think I got paid $60 it was a portrait of my friend Mitch and I made $60 and I was like over the moon I couldn't, 
I couldn't believe it. I was so pumped. I was like, I made it. I did it. <laughs> was that was that while you were like in college or like after when Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um so I, I got, must have been like eighteen or nineteen or something. Yeah, it's definitely a good feeling when you get that first photo published for sure. Um I guess like when you're like starting out like trying to make a living at this, like what were you doing to kinda like market your work and get it out there to clients? Like what were kind of the first things you were doing just to get your work seen, I guess? Um, well, building a website had a really big advantage. I remember I was kind of just like hustling along. I think back then I was like just using a blog or something. And then I made a real website and I noticed a big bump after that. That was, well, that was a long time ago. That's cool. Many moons ago. Nice. But yeah, that was one thing that definitely made a big difference. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. Everybody should know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, see, I check out your website. Um, you definitely, it seems like you take a lot of effort and, like, update it pretty frequently. Um, is that, mm-hmm, is that, yeah, that's just something you try to stay on top of, just keeping it going, like, putting new stuff up there pretty much? Yeah, it's hard, but I try and do it as much as I can. Yeah, definitely. Um, th- then what the guy's I was going to ask, like, how long did it kind of like take you to like kind of create your like photo like style like aesthetic the way you shoot like has that kind of like evolved over time or is it kind of similar to when you yeah. started is it like even something you really think about that much mm, no it's, i you know i think about it like i definitely made like a conscious shift at some point like i was talking about earlier where i was feeling the photography i was doing was a bit vapid and i wanted to shift into something a bit more serious and so, you know, I took cues from people I was admiring and and pushed forward from there. Uh, definitely. Um, yeah, it seems the thing I like about your work, it has like a cohesiveness to it. It seems like it's just really consistent, just the way you kind of shoot. It's just, uh, I really enjoy this kind of looking at it. Um, <laughs> I guess from looking at your website, one of the projects you did, I think last year, um, you shot like a women's hockey project. Um, mm-hmm. How did that kind of come about and... Um, how long did you kind of shoot that project for? Um, well, I heard the statistic that uh, women, the highest grossing female hockey player, made $25,000 in a year. Wow. And the highest grossing male hockey player made $14 million. Yeah. And despite that, that women's hockey had grown 1,000% in the last 10 years. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's really cool. I, or That's interesting. Like, what is that? There's something there. And so I started doing a bit of research and <clears throat> talking to some um, female hockey players. And uh, I think I shot that over, like, I'd say two months, maybe. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Like, did you kind of have, like, a goal in mind for the photos you wanted to shoot for that project, like, before you started? Or did it kind of, like, organically kind of grow over time? Or how did that kind of work? Mm, well, I knew I wanted it to be shot flash. And I wanted there to be a variety of pulled in and pulled out images, mm. but I didn't really know what to expect. I'd never met a female hockey player before, so I, it, you know, you can you make some conscious decisions, but yeah, I mean, you have to be open to what it's actually going to be like. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> once, you, once you get there, that's cool. Like, had you shot like a lot of sports at that point, or was that kind of like a a new thing, mm-hmm. new thing for you? No. I just shot, like, skateboarding, I guess, when I was young. That's cool. Were the hockey players pretty receptive to you, like, photographing um, them? Oh, yeah, they were 
stoked. They were just like a bunch of stoked teenage girls that were just like pumped. They're like in the change room screaming like, we can't be famous. Like they're just awesome. They're the best. I missed them. <laughs> That's awesome. So did you kind of focus in on one team or was it kind of like a league or like how did that kind of work? Mm, no, it was actually two different leagues. Female hockey, as it turns out, is pretty complicated. There's a lot of different leagues yeah. and they don't all play each other. It's all it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of different leagues in there and a bunch of different teams, but two of, the, two of the Vancouver teams are the ones I had access to the most. And then I shot with, there was a big um, conference in happened to be a conference up at UBC mm. uh, here in Vancouver. And uh, so I shot with teams from all over North America at, at that conference. That's really cool. Do you, you think you'd like to shoot some more in the future? Or in the future? Is I, know. I, was, I was thinking about that earlier today. Actually, I'm driving my studio. Like, should I go hang out with the girls some more? Yeah. Maybe I will. I probably should. I haven't taken them to magazines yet. So yeah. That's, maybe I will. That's cool. It's kind of like, I, I always struggle with that sometimes. Like if you're shooting a project, it's like, like when do you know when it's done you know it's like hard to like, it's like can you keep mm-hmm. going keep going at it or is it finished it's all sometimes it's hard to like figure that out i think um yeah i mean that project has it's been awesome and it's been received really well mm-hmm. so i don't feel like i have to shoot more i'd just be shooting more because i want to For just because sure. it's fun and i'm stoked yeah. to do it yeah definitely um it seems like from looking at your website you're always just kind of shooting like different little personal projects and stuff um, mm-hmm. is that like something that's important to you to like make time for in between, yeah. in between like the commercial jobs and whatnot? For sure. Yes. hundred percent. Nice. And like, how do those projects usually kind of come about? Are you, is kind of like organically or is mm-hmm. it, you just kind of like brainstorm? I just, yeah, I just kind of brainstorm and think of stuff. And then every once in a while, something just gets through, you know, like I'll come up with an idea uh, you know, I'll come up with 10 ideas and then it turns out that, well, that one's not that good. Or that one's inaccessible or that one's just, you know, not going to work out for whatever reason. And then bam, one gets through and it just falls together, you know? Nice. Um, is there like any projects you're working on currently or, um, personal stuff or anything like that? Mm, no, I'm kind of in between projects right now. I have Definitely a bunch of ideas. I'm not going to say them on here, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's right. Keep it. <laughs> keep them tight. But, uh, yeah, I have a bunch of stuff I have brewing, but I'm not actually active, actively out shooting anything right now, no. That's cool. Um, and do you feel like shooting those, like, personal projects helps you find, like, new, like, commercial clients, or do you feel that kind of works sometimes for you? Probably. probably. I would hope so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think most art directors know that what they see from your personal work, they can, they know that you have commercial work that you do that maybe you're not putting out there or like whatever, but that your skills can be applied in other areas. Yeah, definitely. Um, Especially like looking at your website, it seems like um, what's really cool that I admire is like, your commercial work and personal work all really just kind of blends together. Um, one project in particular I was looking at was like, uh, I think it was a project for Nike. It said you photographed some like female skateboarders. Um, mm-hmm. how did that project kind of come about and, uh, what were those photos kind of for? Um, that came about through a girl named Ashley Redfeld, who I guess was like maybe working with Nike SB. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little bit complicated in there, yeah. but she was, anyway, she, she got in touch with me 
to to go out there and shoot with um the skate kitchen girls yeah. it was awesome there's super funny girls super nice yeah that was really yeah those photos came out really cool it just seemed like real kind of just like like a normal like skate sesh pretty much around new york city it didn't seem like mm-hmm. too staged or anything it seemed really kind of fun um yeah. and then one thing i was going to ask you is like um like being a female photographer and like working in the commercial world and editorial um do you feel like there's like challenges that female photographers have um just like kind of getting in the business and like maintaining a business versus like i guess male photographers oh yeah it's definitely a male dominated field that's without question yeah uh so you know you do what you can it can be really frustrating sometimes yeah. but when just some totally mediocre dude is getting work and you're like okay cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's just that's just the way it is you just gotta work harder you just gotta be even better be the best i don't know yeah this work keep, hard that's it that's all that's, just keep shooting keep shooting i guess um yeah it's definitely and get through yeah for sure um, but when you look at especially i mean there's areas of photography where women are prevalent and i think that's fashion and celebrity photography yeah um neither of which i'm particularly interested in but uh <laughs> so i think editorial photography is very even more male dominated than other more than more than like advertising like commercial stuff you think i think i so, mm, I wouldn't be able. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the numbers. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I, it's hard to say. Um, I do know that editorial work is it's kind of brutal. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Tough. Everyone back down from the challenge. Yeah. Um. I guess like, what do you think as like an industry people need to do this to kind of change that? You think is there anything you kind of think? I guess this kind of. I think they just need to take a hard look at themselves and r- realize that they have certain prejudices and that like, oh, okay, so the last 15 photographers I've hired were men yeah. and maybe I should do something about that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I think a lot of them, I think a lot of people just justify it to themselves though. They're just like, oh, those are the best photographers. But they don't realize that they're actually operating underneath um overlaying systemic issues yeah for sure it's it definitely think it'd be important to kind of really look at what they're doing um but yeah it's definitely something I wanted to ask you about um but i guess like another thing i wanted to ask you is this like uh like living in vancouver like british columbia do you feel like it's like harder like making a living as a photographer out there or um or do you think it's a difference from being in like la or new york or how do you I guess with the internet nowadays, do you think it makes a difference kind of where you are? Oh, it's definitely, it's probably harder. Yeah, I think so. But, but I don't know. There's no point in making excuses for yourself. Yeah. You know? For sure. That's a good attitude to have. (laughs) Um, I definitely appreciate that. Um, Is there like, with like Instagram and stuff nowadays, um, do you think like uh, that's important for photographers nowadays to like kind of like be posting on there? What's your kind of take on it? Mm, yeah, I think you probably should. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a tasteful way to do it, and there's a tacky way to do it, mm-hmm. and I think you just got to think about it a little bit and figure out your approach. But to not use Instagram at this point would seem 
pretty brave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It definitely seems like from looking at yours, you kind of take thought in what you're putting up there. Um, most recently I saw you were kind of selling some prints of like, uh, it was like pictures of like people holding different vegetables and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. when you say it like that, it sounds so simple. <laughs> no, I, I liked People it. Holding vegetables. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I thought it was really cool. Like I, lo- I loved it, and you were selling prints on there, and I think it was just yeah. interest- in- interesting way to like just kind of put your work out there as like a little project, and um, just because mm-hmm. it seems like yeah, with Instagram, you never know who's looking at your work, so it's definitely. Uh, I definitely appreciate people when they kind of get creative and how they use it. Just not like mm-hmm. posting photos of what they ate for lunch and whatnot. So uh, mm-hmm. definitely really cool. Um, but I guess like uh, going forward, like in the future, like do you have any like goals for your photography for like this year or beyond, I guess? Um, yes, of course. So many. Yeah. Many. Uh, I guess just work hard and respect what the work i'm doing you know yeah work and work i'm proud of definitely work where my mom would be like wow elena you've done you've done something here Mm. where if i would love to push my practice into something where if i stopped doing it people would care or it would you know like put meaning into people's lives because at this point like let's be honest like if i stop photography you know, it's not going to affect anybody's life for me to stop. But if I push it far enough and go hard enough, I could potentially affect at least a couple lives where if I stopped my practice, it would affect them. Yeah. Definitely. Am I saying it right? I, that might sound egotistical. I'm trying. No, no, <laughs> no. That do. makes sense. You, you're, you're this. You're passionate about your work, and I think that comes through this from looking at your website and your Instagram. Um, you can tell like you're always just photographing, and like y- you really care about like what you're shooting. Um, it's definitely something I try to think about because like you know like being like a commercial photographer, you can definitely like I think like look at other people's websites, and it seems like there can be kind of like uh, trends in photography and people try to jump on that. But like when I look at mm-hmm. you, when I look at your work, it just seems like you can tell all the projects you're shooting is just like you enjoy it. Like from the women's hockey stuff to the vegetables on your Instagram. It's uh, I, I just really respect that kind of work. So I think it uh, goes a long way instead of just trying to jump on different trends and whatnot. You know what I mean? Oh. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess like, uh, what is it about like Vancouver that you enjoy living out there? Is there anything in particular you like about it? Eh, well, it's pretty accessible to a lot of really incredible places. Yeah. I mean, you're just a, you're so close to like Whistler, Pemberton, then you go over to Vancouver Island, casinos right there, Port Renfrew, Jordan River. You can go into the interior, you check out Ashcroft, like everything's so close. Like so many really incredible places. And even, like, even today, like, I'm at my studio in East Vancouver right now. If I jumped in my car and drove for 15, 20 minutes, I'd be, like, in pristine wilderness. Yeah. You know, like, that, that, if natural spaces are something you care about, yeah. then, then Vancouver is a pretty awesome place to be. Yeah. It's expensive, but the ocean's right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I love being out on the water and, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, definitely enjoy looking at the work. Um, 
I guess, like, do you have, like, is there, like, certain assignments that you enjoy, like, is more than others? Like, uh, is there, like, uh, like, looking at, like, your editorial stuff, is there, like, anything that you kind of love, like, in particular? Like, like, is it more portraits or, like, environmental? Mm, well, um, I love being able to tell a story, you know? Like, I, I, I shot a story mm, earlier in the year um, that hasn't released yet, um... And there, it was a story on how a cherry is developed and taken to market, like how the cherry is bred, like in the lab, nice. then how it's tested and eventually brought to the market. And so the editor sent me out with sort of like a bit of a shot list of a bunch of people to go visit in this agricultural community. That was super fun. I love shooting like that, you know, like just getting an actual story and being able to breathe life into a piece of writing or a concept it's yeah. really interesting to me. I really enjoy it. Yeah, that's really cool, like, kind of telling a broader story with, like, details and stuff. Like, I liked, um, like, even I mentioned before, like, your women's hockey stuff, like, the details of, like, the hockey pucks and stuff. It's really cool just to get, like, a, instead of shooting like, one amazing image, like, getting a group of them to kind of gives you, like, an experience, like, you're almost there. Um, that stuff's really mm -hmm. cool, I think. Um, <laughs> I saw recently you, you photographed, uh, I think it was, uh, was it Finn Wolf Wolfhard for um, the the guy from Stranger Things? Um, how was mm -hmm. that? How was it photographing like for that shoot? Did you kind of have like a plan in mind um, beforehand, like with the, like for the shoot, or did it kind of like were you kind of mm -hmm. like, yeah? I mean, with the public, the, when you're dealing with someone like that, like the publicist wants to know exactly what you're doing, so you sort of think up a couple locations and stuff to do and tell them what you're going to do, and then you go through the day. Publishers sometimes come. That day his dad came, so his dad was kind of just around making sure his 13-year-old son was cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it seemed, you got a lot of good stuff out of that shoot. I really liked the one where he's holding the magnifying glass. Um, yeah. Was that, like, something you... Yeah, it was super fun. Was that, like, something you brought to the shoot with you, or is that just kind of... How did that kind of work? Um, well, the first half of the shoot, we actually did it in my studio. Okay. So I just had, like just stuff around that i could use that's cool um is shooting in the studio something you enjoy as well or do you have a preference to like i guess the shooting like environmental stuff or um i like both i mean when i say shot in my studio i didn't shoot him like yeah it's not i didn't shoot him like in a photography studio i just shot him around my studio it's i kind see of a cool space there's a bunch of skylights and bay doors and stuff so yeah yeah, I'm not definitely not a studio photographer, but I don't dislike it. Yeah, that's cool. And then I guess like uh, when you're shooting like editorial versus like commercial, is there like a different approach when you're shooting those kind of things, or is it all just kind of similar to you, or um, how does that kind of work? Mm -hmm. Well, when you're shooting commercial, you're answering to a lot of people. Yeah. Editorial, I mean, you you are definitely answering to the art director and stuff, but commercial shoot you answered a lot of people so yeah it's a little bit different of course yeah they're two totally different beasts do you have like a preference to one or the other or do you kind of enjoy each challenge individually or is mm, it... i like the money i get from <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for sure <laughs> but uh yeah um editorial work feeds the soul a bit more yeah 
Cool. Um, and then I guess like, are there like any photographers like nowadays that you kind of enjoy looking at? Do you like look at a lot of photography these days or, or anything yeah, like that? So much. I'm definitely constantly <laughs> digesting photography. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Anybody who you're interested in lately? Um, yeah. Oh, what was that dude's name? I'm so pumped <laughs> on his work. Um, I'm really bad at names. That's all right. Uh, but here, let me think. My friend texted it to me the other day, That's... and I got super pumped on it. He's like an old, old flash photographer. Okay. So dope. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, that's cool. You look at a lot of photos. Like, do you you get like kind of inspired looking at other people's work, or does it kind of give you ideas, or is he just kind of just love looking at other? People's yeah, it gets, stuff? totally gets me pumped all the time. Just yeah. like, oh, sick, that's so sick, and like, you know, you just spin off of it or get pumped or just like mm. let it sort of simmer in your mind and hopefully digest and come out as something your own you know yeah for sure um do you ever feel like you need to like s stay consistent with like the way you shoot like uh within a style or do you feel like you have the freedom to like if you just wanted like i don't know try something completely no i don't feel any i know i don't feel any pressure to stay consistent i I just do it. <laughs> That's good. Let's keep it keep it exciting. Oh, here he is. Yeah. Um uh <laughs> Shiraz. George Shiraz. Okay. You should Google him. He's so good. He's like an old flash dude. It's really incredible. That's awesome, yeah. I'll definitely He's like the they call him the grandfather of Flash. Oh nice. I'll definitely uh, check him out. I'll link it I'll link it in the in the interview. People can check it out for sure. Um, sure, yeah. And then for the new jacks like Thomas Price, so dope, Kate Opperman, mm, who else? Cass Bird, her Oh yeah. Her personal body was so fucking good. Um Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Those are some that just pops off the top. I'd probably hang up and be like, Fuck, like just <laughs> mention like these hundred people. <laughs> no, no, that's good. I'm always just interested about like how people kinda look at work. Um do you enjoy looking at like lots of different magazines or like any magazines that you really enjoy looking at in particular? Mm, Victory Journal is pretty dope. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, because I think your hockey stuff it, that got published in Victory, correct? Mm-hmm. That was like the perfect place for that story to land. That was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Was that like the first project you had done with them at that point? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, it's definitely a amazing magazine. Um. But yeah, I guess if uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, is there anything? Uh, I guess the best place for people to check out your work, um, website or Instagram, if people are gonna listen to this. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Cool. Both of those are good. This elenapatterson.com and then Elena Patterson on Instagram, correct? Good. Yes. Cool. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to speak with me, Elena. Um, big. Been My a, pleasure. Big, been a big fan of your work for a long time, so I definitely do appreciate it and. Uh, Look forward to seeing more of your work in the future. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. Happy New Year. Talk soon. Happy New Year. Later. So there you have it. That was the Alana Patterson interview. I want to thank Alana so much for taking the time to speak with me. It was a real pleasure getting to hear more about her story. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. And then uh, just wanted to let you know going forward, 
I'll be having podcasts come out every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, as well as they'll be linked on my website at alexgagnephoto.com. And then feel free to check out my Instagram where I'll be posting there as well at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much and take care.